future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Thank you, and welcome to Live, Love, Thrive, the Women's Empowerment Hour brought to you by 360karma.com. And as you know, every week I showcase women that I call 360 Karma Women, and those are women that are successful and they are giving back and paying it forward. And today we have two amazing women that are doing just that. First, we're going to talk to Deborah Lessy, who started the Face Forward organization that helps empower very special women, and we're going to tell you all about that. And later in the show, we're going to have inspirational powerhouse Kathleen Ronald. She has she is the founder and uh, president of Spectacular. So first, let's meet Deborah Lessy. Hi, Deborah. How are you? Okay, I'm wonderful. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to have you. You are doing such amazing work, and uh, the special women that I'm talking about. Uh, of course, are women of domestic violence. Yes. That you and your husband's organization, Face Forward, uh, helps recon- do reconstructive surgery on women that uh, have been domestically battered but can't afford the reconstruction, right? Sure. And uh, human trafficking. We started that last year. Right. I know you're expanding around the world, and we're going to yes. talk about that. Uh, but first, uh, let's just talk about um, what the uh, organization exactly does uh, like give me a little encapsulation we rebuild the lives and faces of women and children around the world who have been disfigured from uh, domestic violence and human trafficking and therapy is a big part of uh, recovery for the patient so every patient must also go through therapy for prior and after surgery Wow. And I know you, you said children, and it started off as just women, but you've expanded to children, right? Yeah, we had a case yeah. uh, two years ago. It was a little girl in D.C., and she was two and a half. Oh, wow. And that was her first child. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but in the next few months, we have a child coming from Africa. Uh, he's a teenager, but a very young, very nice young gentleman, and very, very excited to be coming to the States for his uh, procedure. And how old is he? We don't really know because he never had a birthday. His oh, parents wow. died in a mine explosion, and he was um, abused in an orphanage. Oh, my. And then kept in a closet and, and was hit by a machete. Oh, my gosh. Um, but a very, uh, the, he lost his voice, really, to, to uh, speak again. He was so traumatized. But now um, coming in, coming to the States and, and having surgery with us and therapy, and he'll actually be here for our seventh annual gala. So um, he's over, he's just sent us a beautiful message last week on video, and it's just, oh it just gosh. makes speaking. it. Oh my gosh, speaking, he's yeah, speaking now. Yeah, oh yeah. my gosh. So he has a broken jaw, and we have to, I think it will be several months of fixing his teeth and gums. Oh my gosh. Yes. So what, what, you, and you think he's about seven We've, or No, no, he's older than that. He's, he's probably a uh, late teenager. Late teenager, yeah. wow. But we're going to make his first birthday the day um, he arrives in the States. Oh my God! So we'll call because he doesn't. He doesn't know his birthday. Wow! So he's probably never even celebrated no, a birthday. No, that makes me want to cry. I know. That's well, so it makes beautiful. Us realize how lucky we are. Yeah, it certainly does. 
Wow. What amazing work you and your husband, Dr. David Alessi, are doing. And I know you have a clip that I saw on The Doctors, and we have it today. And we're going to play it because I think it really is a good overview about your work. I know on the show you had one of your uh, people that you've helped, Audrey, uh, who was domestically battered by her husband. I think she was set on fire by her husband. Yes, they were separated and she went to pick up her children. And I think the video clip shows that reenactment. And and then uh, you all have reconstructed her in a way that she now can function normally in the world and she's feeling great and doing great and that must just be so fulfilling I think for her children too because to watch yeah. her kids go through her and m- for she you was, her, yeah. mu- her yeah. face was melted yeah and her, her son said but in my eyes mommy you're still beautiful oh, uh, well, but, but you really, love somebody yeah. yeah but she said inside she always felt her head was high but on the physical you could not see that because her head and and uh, neck were melted together oh so now gosh. her head is held high and she can she's an amazing woman she's a yeah. domestic violence advocate around the world and really uh very, she's great for us as, as she's on our uh, board oh she's our on patient, your board yeah, now patient board. we oh have a patient gosh. board now yeah wow so your patients get all this help and then they give, give back. back yes oh, that's it's part wonderful. of the, the flaw the cause uh, face forward if you we decide to go ahead with you for the surgery and therapy you must um, sign a contract that you will give back and help others but you know the funny thing is it's is that helping others is what's really healing yes absolutely so that's great yeah. that you really yeah, 100%. Uh, have them adhere to that that's, yeah that's part of the healing absolutely yeah. Yeah. okay so let's roll that tape of uh, you all you and your husband dr. David Alessi uh, on uh, the show the doctors Joining us is Audrey's plastic surgeon, Dr. David Alessi, and his wife, Deborah Alessi, who is the founder and CEO of Face Forward. Thank you, not only for being here, but for all that you do. Thank you. Now, are you all ready to meet Audrey? Because I sure am. Audrey, come on out and join us. First of all, you look great. Thank you. Thank you very much. I feel great. I feel like I have my sexy back and I feel more empowered and I'm just ready to take on the world. And I'm just so happy that you were able to find Face Forward. Deborah, for people out there watching, who are the types of of individuals you you look to help? Patients like Audrey, so someone who wants to give back and uh, move forward after the surgery. I want to ask you, Dr. Lessie, speak about how with physical burns and the contractures, how it really isn't about cosmetics as much as it is about improving functional outcomes. With Audrey, she couldn't hold her head up because her chin was scarred down to her chest. Not only that, the scar contracture was so bad that it actually pulled her lower lip down that if she would try to eat or drink, it would just run out of her mouth. And now I'm assuming just looking at you, closing your mouth, eating, drinking. Mm-hmm. I love food, so I need to eat. Uh, I don't know many people who don't, Audrey. And Audrey, I'm going to ask you this just because I know that our viewers are probably sitting there wondering, Chris, who did this to you? You know, have you been able to forgive him? And then also, what happened to him after all this? Um, Chris was sentenced to life plus 60 years. (laughs) 
And I would have to say that it was very important for me to forgive him. And I had done so before the trial even occurred. Um, a lot of us have people that we haven't forgiven. And how often do we um, do something wrong ourselves? And we want forgiveness, but we're so slow to forgive those who have wronged us. Well, I, I want a hug because I want some of your resiliency. <laughs> and it's important because Audrey does go around the country speaking about this in such a powerful voice. If you or someone you know is a victim of domestic violence, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline for help. It's at 1-800-799-7233 or 1-800-787-3224. And if you'd like to learn more about Face Forward, you can visit our website, thedoctorstv.com. Audrey, thank you for sharing your story. Deborah, Dr. Leslie, thank you again for all that you do. What an honor to have you on the stage. We'll be right back. Thank you for sharing that. I understand you were just telling me that uh, that was the most number, uh, the what most watched, watched segment, segment on, of on the doctors. The, yeah, and it shows you that there's yeah. a lot of people suffering from uh, what Audrey went through. Right behind the closed doors, because I think it's one it. uh, people. There's a lot of people that there's domestic violence going on that uh, is like you said behind closed doors, and so they're interested in watching because they want to know. You know how they how do they get out of this? Yeah, and then the other is I think there's a lot of people out there that this is something near and dear to their heart, and they really want to help. And I hope they would reach out to faceforwardla.org if they want to volunteer, because I know you're always looking for volunteers. So if this is something that really speaks to someone, you know, how to help women with domestic violence and sex trafficking, I know it's near and dear to my heart uh, that they can they can help. Absolutely, they can get involved. We actually have a fun uh, gala in September, on September twenty fourth at right. Viviana in Los Angeles. Right, and that's our big annual uh, gala for the year where we raise most of our money. Right, so it's a very important night for us. So we're very looking important. for uh, volunteers and anyone who wants to get involved and donors and for donors your, absolutely uh, sponsorships. And, and I've been to your galas, yeah. and not for nothing, but they are so fun. Yeah, we make it. We yeah. call it celebrate life, and every yeah. year, you know, even this year, Nelly. Um, the Grammy winner is donating his services and oh, will be singing great. eight songs and making it a serious party. And yeah. Havana I know you nights. always make it a celebration, mm -hmm. even though it's like a kind of grim subject. Absolutely. It's really a celebration of helping people, helping to overcome this, helping to move in a new direction. I know you're, you know, you're mission is not just to help women of domestic violence, but also to try to help break that cycle. Right? Absolutely. That's why yeah. the therapy is a big part of it. Right. And then, you know, just I think also seeing when the, the, all the patients get together and seeing each other, uh, how they've survived and help, being able to help others. I think that's important. Helping and each other. And our patients that evening, we get them ball gowns and their hair and makeup done. So anyone who wants to donate, yeah. well, I think we have seven patients flying in for, for the event. And uh, it's just, it's a great evening, even though I, I would buy a ticket if I wasn't the CEO. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good night. And the Havana theme is lots of fun. So uh, we're hoping to sell out uh, for over 500 tickets. Well, I hope you, and every year you do sell yes, out, we so, do. you know. Every I, year I take a panic attack, yeah. but every year we do. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Well, it's not too hard, I don't think, to find 500 people that believe no. that they want to get behind this good cause. And yeah. watch Nelly. Yeah, and watch, hey, that's just a an nice intimate setting, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, What's better than when you can give back, it's tax deductible, and you get to have a wonderful time and be inspired and know that you're helping people. And we have amazing uh, live auction items. Yeah. So. And all the people that attend are yeah. amazing, too. So yeah. you get to meet it's interesting great people. Great energy. Great yeah. energy. Yeah. 
well, look who's running it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, uh, some people might wonder what, you know, why did you start this organization? What, what was the, you know? I didn't, it wasn't something that came to me one day and I said, I'm going to start Face Forward. I think Face Forward found me. Ah. And uh, growing up, I think my situation wasn't the most um, calm and peaceful with, with my father passed when I was very young and mm-hmm. my mom didn't know how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And then I think my first boyfriend was abusive. Right. Um, and then other boyfriends I dated was not the person that I would want to spend the rest of my life with. Um, I think it was unconscious on my part. Right. And then I met my husband and, and a lot of things changed for me. Um, he's my best friend. And I think when you trust someone, your heart opens. Yeah. And face forward found me. And uh, I used yeah. to sell private jets before. And then after he said, you know, it's not going to be a good deal when you're gone all the time and we're just married. So um, I started Face Forward. I didn't know the need. I didn't know how many hours it would take. I didn't realize how many people really need us. And how did it really start? Like, did your husband say? He's just like, why don't we start a, a, a charity? And I said, I've never had, I would no idea where to start. Right, right. But being a little tough Sometimes Scottish girl. Sometimes it's better not yeah. to know because you don't know how much is involved in it. Like it's really daunting. But if you don't know, you don't know and you kind of just jump in, right? And Absolutely. And kind of figure it out as you go. And My first gala, had, yeah. or my first event, I wouldn't even call it a gala. I had no idea. But now here we are, six, seven years later, and sometimes I have to pinch myself yeah. how, how far we've come. And Yeah, think about it. You're trying to sell 500 tickets. Like yeah. That's a pretty big event, at a, and it's at a beautiful location. Yeah, Verbiana downtown yes. is amazing landmark. And, and the chef is also um, the chef, one of the winners from um, Iron Man, Iron Chef. Uh-huh. So oh, wonderful. So the, the beautiful customized custom menu for the evening is just, it's a phenomenal, everything is perfect. Yeah. Very sophisticated fundraiser, but for a, a wonderful cause, and and that money goes to helping reconstruct Absolutely. these women's faces or the children. And yeah, my you know, husband and myself don't take yeah. a, a salary. Right. So everything he donates, all his surgery pro bono. And, and you have more than one doctor. And, we have involved, several doctors. Right? Now, yeah, yeah, probably ten to fifteen doctors. Wow, that's wonderful. And they donate their time. And, oh yes. And you have therapists and doctors and dentists. Yes. Right. And uh, you know each case costs face forward between five to eight thousand dollars. So even right. though all these doctors are donating their time, we still need to raise money for airfare, accommodation, anesthesiologists, operating room, right. surgery materials, sure, uh, a nurse, medication, right. So and most of our patients need between five to ten surgeries. Oh my gosh! So they're very disfigured, right? Um, so every time we fly up one patient a year can yeah. cost face forward a hundred thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! And it, it seems that you guys do take very severe cases. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I've seen your patients and what you've done with them, and it's just miraculous. Uh, but some of them are just um, unrecognizable and disfigured. Um, so, I mean, what you're doing is just so wonderful. And, and the, the human trafficking is a little bit different. It's yeah. more body. Uh-huh. Um, there was a case where a, a young girl was trafficked. I think she was 13, 14. Oh, my. And, then what and that the, was here in yes, California, in right? California. Here in Los Angeles, really. It, it's so hard to believe that that human trafficking – that sex trafficking is going on here in our backyard. I find that very disturbing living here in L.A. Van Nuys. Um, Yeah, Van Nuys, right? It's it's It's, very, uh, well, it's everywhere, but Van Nuys is one of the key areas. I I just don't understand. I always think if we kind of know where the hub of it is, why can't we eradicate it? I think a lot of it comes from media, too. So what is, Mm -hmm. what... 
the media are selling is sexy. Mm. So if you have a young girl who has no shape in her body yet or should, and they're being told over and over again, this is what's sexy, then men are going after that look. Mm-hmm. And what is that look is a young girl at 13 or 14 and if they have a girl on the cover of a magazine mm-hmm. and she looks like a child, then someone's We're perpetuating that. Mm-hmm. The media is perpetuating that, and, right? And, you know, th- this uh, this case that we had, the girl had implants put in her by the age of 13. Oh, my gosh. By and the sex trafficking people? Yes. Oh, that's horrific. So we removed them because it was also it was a bad procedure. Oh it was causing her pain. Gosh. And she had moved on. She was at school. Yeah. She, she was graduating. But this was a, a reminder, you know, it was her body parts and everything, being a child and having these things put in her. And she went back to the doctor and said, oh you realize that I was trafficked. And the doctor was aware of that, but never, there were several girls that he See, operated on. This is where I think the world would be a better place. I'm sorry if more women were in positions of influence. Yes, absolutely. Because I think women will help change things like sex trafficking, because if they're in more positions of influence that have to do with these topics, then they're going to make different decisions than men just like that male doctor that turned his head the other way a woman doctor i don't believe i don't mm-hmm. i would hope would not have turned her head the other way that's my point is it's a very important that we have more women in those positions so that we help eradicate these things it's interesting you say that because when i say what i do yeah if it's a woman they ask oh my goodness how, how do they go over how do they recover but sometimes a man will ask me um and what did they do to deserve that what, what did they do to to get that what happened <gasps> like it was someone's fault so it's like no one deserves to be set on fire or have acid poured on them oh my gosh so it really it so men make, ask what did they do to deserve that yeah and that really that I, is shocking and i'm not saying every man i have wonderful men right. who support face right. forward right like your husband, husband is wonderful a yeah, lot of I mean, men he's doing are, the work yeah. but it is it's an interesting uh concept here that i do i do i get asked a lot well men and women do think differently and absolutely that's the whole point. <laughs> it's why i week in week yes. out say it's important to have both perspectives at the table no matter what business it is absolutely and certainly for causes like this you know only a woman can understand another woman or what she's been through we can't we can empathize with other people but we can't really know until we've stood in someone's shoes so if, if you're not a woman how would you know what a woman felt like and I, yeah, uh, this is like yeah. the little girl we have coming over she's not a little girl but she's 20 but she's coming over from afghanistan and uh-huh. her uh husband she was married very young so it's almost like trafficking and domestic violence together and she was basically forced uh, I think almost raped with this person as a husband he was much older so she had four children with him and I think by the age of 20 he decided one day he was joining the Taliban and cut off her nose and mouth oh my god and it was a non-profit in Sweden that actually found us to ask us if we could possibly help this girl and her case I mean the first thing she said she was crying when she found out that we would accept her but she also said is there any way the doctor can make me look different because if his friends um, see me back in my village they will come after me again so how does that work like do you, can you help relocate these yeah that, we, we definitely with the non-profit in sweden we never do surgery and therapy and say okay go back into the world go and back yeah. go find yourself because it's, it's very right you know it's a hard thing to come over is you have no nose no mouth right she's coming to the state she doesn't speak english it's a big so, case for us i know you're expanding uh out of the u.s into like we just said afghanistan uh africa and now dubai yes and i know 
know you have a big gala also coming up in Dubai. You've gotten involved with uh, some pretty prominent people in Dubai. Yes. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, there's a very VIP lady um, in Dubai who is now going to be our ambassador of Face Forward in mm -hmm. the UAE. She's like a princess over yeah, there? Yes, yeah, yes, and she's also um, the ambassador for Georgia. So we're very, very excited. She fell in love with the cause. And we had a collaboration with the Kings. Of course, it was a woman. Yes. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a collaboration with the, the Kings nonprofit. We partnered with him, which does domestic violence and human trafficking. Uh -huh. And uh, she heard about this, and I met her accidentally on the beach, and we started chatting. And uh, Boy, that was meant to be, huh? Very much the energies together on that yeah. one. That's just, you know, what we always say, how the universe works, mm -hmm. you know. Obviously, you were putting out that yeah, yep. vibe to expand, and it just kind of came to you. And My friend said, if you say it often enough, it will happen. That's right. And I was in Dubai several visits. I always say, what you say and what you think is what's going to manifest. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, our words are manifest. so important. Yep. It's yeah. very, uh, we have more power than we actually realize. Absolutely. And we can definitely create what it is we want. You are the uh, just the, really showing that you can manifest whatever you envision. And you are envisioning a very wonderful cause. And uh, tell me a little bit, when is the Dubai fundraiser? She's actually flying out from Dubai for the gala. She's never uh -huh. been to the States. So it's all kind of last minute but she decided if she was going to be she's the ambassador yes yeah, yeah, she's going to be the ambassador for us in the Dubai then she would like to see how we do our fundraising here so that they can do one there absolutely Wonderful. so she's flying out on the, I think around a few days prior to the gala so she'll be at this gala here in LA mm -hmm. wonderful yeah wow it, you and know so that's a lot from someone to do that to get on a plane and jump for 17 hours oh my gosh and you know this is what it's all about all around the world women and people need to come together mm -hmm as one and no we, matter what religion background culture no matter what they all come together for this one There's, amazing cause there is absolutely no reason for us to be segmenting no. ourselves we are so much more powerful together mm -hmm. and look at what we're accomplishing in this arena uh through you bringing people together from all over the world and helping people these are human beings whether they're from afghanistan or africa or the local, u.s or yeah. dubai mm -hmm. or wherever these are all our brothers and sisters, and thank goodness that you're doing this, especially to put the focus on helping these uh, helpless women and children that have gotten uh, dealt a bad hand. Uh, they were in the wrong place at the wrong Absolutely. time with the wrong person. Uh, but thank God you're helping them rebuild and become a, uh, a, a important part of society and, and, and a meaningful, have a meaningful life. So thank you. Another thing people you. realize, I think 75% of our cases are in the United States. Right. So when I say what I do, most people think it is Africa or Dubai or those. Right. But 75% is here. It's here. So it's, yeah, it's, right. it's rampant. It's here. It's yeah. big time. And it's well, getting worse, I think. Well, I uh, want nothing more than for you to grow this wonderful organization. Thank and you, uh, we want to help get the word out there. Um, I hope the folks at home will... Uh, go to faceforwardla.org yes. and uh, get a ticket to the gala that's coming up September 24th, 24th of 2016 at Viviana and come enjoy an amazing organization and uh, give back and pay it forward. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank for you for tuning me. in and we will see you again next week uh, on Live, Love, Thrive with other amazing guests. 
thank you and uh, be sure to tune in to our 360 Karma Women Facebook and uh, you can watch these shows on 360 Karma Women uh, YouTube as well as joining us on iTunes if you uh, you know prefer a podcast thanks for joining us and we'll see you again next week on Live Love Thrive hugs and happiness Thank you. Do you want to have more passion and purpose in your day-to-day? Are you yearning to ignite your power within? Now, more than ever, the world needs women who dream big, inspire others, and are living their greater purpose. There's never been a better time to up your game and make your success happen now. Contact Danny Rukin for a complimentary consultation and find out more about how you can become more effective, energized, and empowered while making a difference in doing what you love. Go to www.dannyrukin.com. The Live, Love, Thrive radio show is produced by 360karma.com. Are you a 360 Karma woman? If so, spread the word. Be sure to follow us on social media at 360 Karma Women on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please like us and share us with family and friends. This is the year of the woman, and we are stronger together. The Live, Love, Thrive program is brought to you in part by Honda of downtown Los Angeles, supporting the equality and empowerment of women. We are back and we have a wonderful guest, Mm -hmm. which is Kathleen Ronald. She is the president of Spectacular, and she is an amazing woman, speaker, trainer, person. My friend, Catherine, Kathleen Ronald. (laughs) I'll be Catherine. I'll be anything. (laughs) How are you? Yeah, good. Happy to be here. Thanks. I'm happy to have you here. Yeah. Um, I uh, think that you have a very interesting background. I know, first of all, let's just start off with the Mm -hmm. tough stuff. I know you're a two-time cancer survivor, mm, mm. and you have broken your back three times. Yeah, Go I'm figure. like, wow. Try to top <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, it's not a contest. Uh, yeah, really, really. <laughs> Speaking of contest, I actually want to talk about your early, ch- uh, you know, younger years, uh-huh. uh, teens, twenties, yeah. uh, when you were a beauty contestant. Yes, and yeah. uh, I think we actually have a picture of this, and I, I I thought this would be fun way to start off the show okay. because it's Miss Gray's Harbor. Yes. So I'm thinking, okay, it's a harbor named after me. And uh, do we have that picture up? Okay, so that's Kathleen uh, when she was Miss Gray's Harbor. I didn't even know I had a harbor. Who knew? Um, And so after that, you went on to uh, go out for Miss uh, Washington. Yes, Miss Washington, 1976, Bicentennial. And Oh, and I forgot to mention with Miss Gray's Harbor, you also were most talented, voted most talented, and Miss Congeniality, which is no surprise. (laughs) No surprise there. And then went on to, uh, you know, compete for Miss Washington. Mm -hmm. And when you didn't win that, I understand that was devastating to you. And you then put on like 70 pounds and Mm -hmm. then kind of struggled with that the rest of your life, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And then that... Uh, did you do the dance company next or come to California? um, Well, I quit college to chase a sailor. Yeah. Didn't realize I was a surprise. He yeah. thought I was going on to university, and I actually quit college to go be with him. <laughs> and so I surprised him, and the surprise was he had been dating another gal simultaneously. Oh my! And she was moving over There's to Hawaii some juice, in a year. Isn't there? Yeah. So I spent a year in Hawaii, and um, I was always a dancer. Mm-hmm. And um, but I was too chubby yeah. to perform. 
Right. You know, so they said you can teach After you won most talented dancing, yes. you then put on the weight. And then, I put on the weight after Miss And then Ms. you still Washington. wanted to dance, yes. but the, uh, the dance. They wouldn't let me, they wouldn't into, let you. you know, when I did that. So I came home from Hawaii and I opened up my own dance company. I'm like, screw you. Yeah. <laughs> There's a designer out there that can design yeah. for my body type. And yeah. certainly I've been much larger and much smaller during my life. Yeah. Um, but, but I love that you said, I can't join your company or dance company. Right, right. Well, for Get you. I'll I'll start my own. I yeah, love it was that. when disco was really yeah. hot, yeah. and um, so we did dance exercise. Exercise. They used yeah. to. Richard Simmons had just come on to TV, and they said, "Hey, your brother's on TV in the morning." We did dance exercise. Exercise. We had age. I um, love Richard. Yeah, love yeah. him. Yeah, I met you at that dance yes, class. That's yes, right. I we brought went you to, there. Yeah. yeah, we went to Richard Simmons <laughs> dance class. He's, I mean, can he's you a imagine? character. He's, he's awesome. So magnificent. He is. So yeah, anyway, when I used yeah. to say I'd go to Richard Simmons dance class, people would be like, and he's really there? I'd be yes. like, yeah, he's yes. really Lemons. there. Yes. He's really cool. Yeah, iconic. Yeah. It was great after and, all and, those uh, years. Beverly to, Hills. Yeah. Yes, to get to meet him. Yeah. So at the dance company, we we had ages three to, I think our oldest was in their 70s. Uh-huh. So we did dance exercise exercise. I did a fashion show with, it was disco, you know, yeah. the old music to the new music. Right. We had the village people, which I created with five guys from the town. And my yeah. father and I danced. And Sounds like uh, you were having my a mom ball. danced. And, yeah. um, so now, that actually did you a favor because yes. owning your own was probably, you know, when people get like laid off or something doesn't happen and they end yeah. up doing their own thing, right. it ends up usually being a blessing in disguise. And plus when yeah. you're young yeah. and dumb and you don't don't know anything yeah you know it's it's great to be naive because yeah, sometimes we look at things and say if you I knew then what yeah. I knew now would I have stepped into this to starting a business yes yeah. because yeah. you don't realize the time but you learn the energy. so much from oh it. my goodness yeah. and then you know I yeah. mean uh, all the way from designing all the costumes to all the fundraising to all the teaching choreography right to all of it yeah you know to make that happen and took but, that with you the rest of your life I'm yes sure. of course so then, uh, uh, jump ahead, you end up moving to uh, California. Yes. And that, I understand, as with many people in their 20s, didn't go so well. I mean, I know you had, like, uh, uh, when I say not go so well, like, really, really bad things happen. I know mm. you had some traumatic uh, uh, crime that yes. happened with you where you end yeah. up jumping from a car, yes. a moving car, and... Yes. Uh, I t- is that how you first broke your back? No, no, no okay. that was a uh, broken ankle in three places. Oh, it was by the gosh. grace of God. No, I was abducted. I was a victim of violent crime, mm, basically. My goodness. Oh. And we were yeah. just talking about that with yeah. Deborah Lessie. I oh, mean, really? Yeah. It's very common. Uh, of course, that wasn't domestic violence, but just mm-hmm. violence uh, with uh, men and women. And it's certainly uh, rampant. And mm-hmm. so something that our culture needs to really take a look mm-hmm. at and try to change. I don't know where that changes. I think it changes in how we raise our boys and how we uh, have a culture that uh, treats uh, boys to treat women with respect. Yeah, and, men and women, uh, yeah. you know, in large part it's women, but there's men too. But the other thing of it is, you know, going through that journey of finding a way to forgiveness, mm-hmm. because I didn't tell my parents that it happened because I knew they'd ship me back to Washington, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. I was casted and covered up my leg and Toughen lived, it. you know, I had food stamps, welfare, and lived on spare change. And, and, it was when I was training with Tony Robbins, I w- trained with him for five years, and as a mind chiropractor, if you will, um, 
you get to the place of that forgiveness is kind of like, who would that man needed to be to not do that? Right. You know, so, so it's like his, his heart or his soul that's pure, mm-hmm. that would not be their outward intention. Right. That but it's there's, that there's human something. Part of them. It's that human beingness. It's right. like, what, what was it in his life? Right. That went south. That caused him to be like On different levels that. that would cause him to do that act upon someone. Right. You know, and so I think a lot of women have a hard time with that really hard time, part, and that's it's what holds huge. them back. It's huge. It's, it's huge. So toxic. It's like it's like poison to the body. Right. And so to get to forgiveness, I think one of the greatest. I've studied forgiveness on so many levels with yeah. so many different teachers, but the greatest, Reverend Michael Beckwith from Agape here I locally. Him. I love just him. love him. Love him. And he said something at uh, a service one day. He said, "You know, forgiveness is very simple." If you look at it in these terms, thank you for giving me. Thank you for giving, for giving me. And then he said, write the lessons. Right. So the forgiveness happens. And thank you for giving me. If that situation didn't happen, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be who I am today. Now, thankfully, I was able to take the high road. Right. Some you know, people, and, it brings them down and they oh can't my get gosh. out of it. I mean, with yeah. alcoholisms and drugs and, and and certainly there was many things that I dealt with over the years, personally, physically, you know, um, from that situation. But it really... It's, I always say it's not how many times you fall down, it's how many times you get up. Yes. And, yeah. and then the how you get up. But that yeah. forgiveness, thank you for giving me, and then you write the lesson. So on several occasions when other things pop up, as life does, yeah. that particular forgiveness exercise, because what is there to forgive if everything is divine? Right. Well, so, also, too, you know, I think with everything you've here. been through, right. uh, yeah. this type of... Uh, violence, mm-hmm. crime, mm-hmm. Uh, your broken backs, your mm-hmm. your surviving cancer twice. It mm-hmm. sounds like a really hard life, okay? Mm-hmm. And most people have had some sort of obstacles in their life. Oh, I everyone haven't really does. met. I haven't met yeah. anybody who hasn't. Yeah. But look at where you've come, and now your very being of what you do for a living mm-hmm. is helping people. Mm-hmm. So you, you, I wanna talk about what do you speak about and what do you train about mm-hmm. that helps people step into their highest self mm-hmm. and put all of those things, those obstacles, just like you did, mm-hmm. uh, behind them. Because what I love Oprah says is, stop wishing that your your uh, childhood or your background were any mm-hmm. different than it was. Mm-hmm. In other words, mm-hmm. let's focus on the present and mm-hmm. what can we do with that? But you do have to move on from the past. Mm-hmm. And, and So tell me, how do you guide your, your clients? How do you guide uh, people when you speak? Tell me some of the topics that you speak about. Well, my biggest topic right now is Clutternomics, how to clear your way to profits, productivity, and peace. I do one for business, and I do one for personal. And most people, 90% of the audience would think in the context of physical when you talk about clutter. Mm-hmm. And then, then I ask... That is the first thing you do think right. of. Yeah. What, el- what else know, do you think of? Right, and I know you don't mean just that. And yeah. then people say, well, there's mental clutter. That's mm-hmm. big on the list. Mm-hmm. There's body clutter. Mm-hmm. There's emotional clutter. 
which is big for people. There's calendar clutter. There's two-legged clutter, you know, people that you want to bless and release and let them prosper elsewhere. (laughs) So it really comes to that. So basically, I look at what specifically is blocking you. Right. What's in your way? What's got you stuck? Right. Is it the way you're thinking? I think um, our belief systems, if they're negative and they don't serve us, service us that that is the core of the dis-ease that we deal with Mm -hmm. is here there's so much decluttering that needs to happen in the mind right because we're constantly making up stories right it's like what does this mean yeah and depending on how you file it right and define it right is how it will affect you right you know um perception is everything isn't it perception is everything isn't it it's everything. And it's so. what makes people negative or positive mm-hmm. or see, mm-hmm. you know, something will happen it's with somebody else. And it's mm-hmm. like, like you said, we'll make up the story about why they're pre- acting a certain way. And it may have nothing to do with us. So like people that More are than likely it has unemployed, nothing to do with us. I yeah. say, yeah, you're not unemployed. You're in between successes. Now, doesn't <laughs> that feel better? Yeah. I met some homeless gals and I said, you're not homeless. You're in between housing. Yeah. Right? It's just a reframe. It's constantly right. reframing. Right. Right. It's really powerful stuff. And the mind is, I mean, yeah. come on, we're doing mental gymnastics all day, every day. Right. I just thank God that I have the skills that I do. Right. I don't know how people that don't study self-realization or are into self-help or, or don't have a steady, strong faith in whatever that faith is. Right. I don't know how they do it. Or life, I don't know how people think that they don't need to do any work on themselves and yeah. can just exist a, as is because I think most people, you, you got to do the work for the mm-hmm. relationships, for yourself, mm-hmm. for your mm-hmm. business. You got to do the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but doing the work is what makes life easy mm-hmm. or easier, easier. And I always believe that um, whoever shows up for me is just showing me where I still have some healing to do in that area. Right. Right. You know, it's never, you know, it's like when people always want to project and point the finger and make people wrong. Yeah. You're seeing something of themselves in that person. The light or the dark. I I say, oh, well, thanks for showing me where I still have work to do. Right. Do uh, do you want to share some steps that you normally would uh, advise people to take in order to kind of recognize their clutter? Well, number one, um, if they want to start with physical clutter, Mm -hmm. um, I always say, I can't tell you what clutter is. You're the only one who can define your clutter, define Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And so if it gets in your way, if it stresses you out, if it causes frustration, if there's conflict in the family, if you can't find anything, Mm -hmm. right? You know, if you've got piles and piles everywhere, right? and there's not an ease and a grace and a freedom and a flow, then possibly you have clutter. Right. If you walk in and can't move, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, there are people with that. And and, well, that's hoarding. And that is a major disease right that's really uh, a serious disease right um but basically um, the average person the average person is what i have define it so i say okay what are your opportunity zones right not your it's an opportunity for healing right so within all of so are you saying uh, when you say an opportunity for healing you're saying the clutter that we leave has something to do with something that needs to be healed yes Wow. And, you know, I do a teleclass, a three-week teleclass. And my second week, I, I am so inspired because the students, they go off, they clear for a week, but they're looking.
looking with a different lens. They're yeah. making the clutter their best friend. They're looking for the lesson. They're trying to see what that clutter is going to teach them about themselves. And week two, it's shocking. They come like baby Gandhis. Yeah. You know, truly. With these epiphanies. These, yeah, these insights. And I'm yeah. like, isn't it great that you had this thing, this lesson yeah. called clutter right. to teach you this? Right. Because they weren't paying attention to what they were what the no. clutter was no, and they're why. Re- yes, yeah. they're resisting. They hate it. They push against it. You know, the more you resist, the more it persists. It, it just keeps growing. Right. So it's like when they shift the view right. and take a different approach right. with a different lens, yeah. and now it's their best it's friend. Back it, it's back to perception. It's yeah, back to perception. So they make a list. Yeah. And I have them make a list. And I said, okay, of your list, let's prioritize which is your worst zone. Right. So if you had a zone, I don't know like if you would have it, any clutter. Like what would be an example? A living room, yeah. a bedroom, oh, a bathroom, gotcha. right. an office, an attic, a basement, a garage. Only right. 80% of all people can even park their cars in their garage. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So it's not a storage unit. And then they say in your closet, you only wear 20% of the 80 20 rule. Right. I mean, think about it. Right. So when you get rid of all that clutter, it's been my experience, you feel a big weight off your shoulders. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, I could spend an hour on the yeah. benefits. Yeah. I mean, not only of the money that you're saving yeah. that you can transfer and start to invest, but less stress, more freedom, more peace. Mm-hmm. If everything had an address, can you imagine how much time you can add seven hours a week just by things having an address? Mm-hmm. Meaning you know where they are. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like a collective family address. Mm-hmm. So if the little one comes in and dumps all their stuff in your living room, you're like, oh, Johnny. Yeah. Come here, honey. Excuse yeah. me. Where's the address to that book bag? Right, right. Where's the address to your this? Right. You know, oh, mommy, in my closet. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just being able to find things so, easily uh, and effortlessly. So, after, so they get started. After physical, what would be the next? You know, it's everybody's different. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I have been working on body clutter. Uh-huh. You know, as you mentioned, I gained 70 pounds after pageant, and that was pretty traumatic. And, and, um, uh, I think everybody has a challenge. I yeah. haven't met one person that doesn't have no, some challenge. There's rather yeah. it's the eating, drinking, smoking, OCD, yeah, porn, uh, gambling. Know, pick one. Yeah, you know, everybody's just, got everybody's something. got a way yeah. to medicate right. to get through life. Right. Right. We're just right. All... and what we're trying to do is create a life that we don't have to medicate. Yes, exactly. That we just feel to at clear peace it. and joyful. And I think a big part mm-hmm. of that is. Uh, the 360 karma that I talk about every mm-hmm. week is that uh, giving back. Giving back is a huge, huge part of feeling fulfilled and peaceful mm-hmm. and calm and like you're contributing mm-hmm. to the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's a big part Which of it. Which is so exciting. I'm so excited yeah. to be a part of it. I'm just fantastic. I know. You're going to be at our yeah, conference, which is November 12th. Yeah, fantastic. Here in Los Angeles, yes. West Hollywood. We teamed up yes. uh, with the city of West Hollywood. And which is magnificent. We're having the Live, Love, Thrive conference. Um, and the book. And yeah. now your show. Yeah, it's just so liveloveconference.com for people mm-hmm. that want to get a ticket and yes. see Kathleen in person as well as other wonderful yes. speakers. Very and uh, we're excited about Very that. Exciting. And then if they would like to know about uh, your classes like the one we're talking about, that would be KathleenRonald.com. Actually, it's Speaktacular. It's oh. S P E A K. T-A-C-U-L-A-R. Right. It's actually up on the screen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Spectacular.com, yeah. just for me yeah. since I've, yeah. yeah, I know most of the people are using their name, but I love that name, Spectacular. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. My graphic artist named it probably 22 years ago, and so I, I, I wish that. I could 
take the credit for that one. But, I love that. Uh, it's been a good one. So let me ask you. Uh, I think we didn't finish the the step. So okay. Oh so yes. Physical. So first you first you identify what's going on. People mostly start with physical. Yeah. But then sense. people might start on their brain okay. or their emotions or two-legged clutter. Right. But for me, after doing this for 25 years, I think I'm in a good position now with the body clutter. You know, right. I, I try to do 15 grams of sugar a day and low glycemic. Now, I did fall off the truck and ran into a box of seized candy. <laughs> um, so... I didn't space clear that. It was actually a gift for a birthday party that didn't happen, and but then it was you know in what? my house. I always think like, when you do something like that, and every single person <laughs> indulges once or, yeah. once in a while, but when you do, you realize, oh, that didn't really make me feel good. Good, yeah. it wasn't really worth it, and then it makes you go back to you know eating healthy. And so that's part yeah. of the healing. There's a root cause for everything. Root cause, yeah. So it's not what. Why so you help people I, it, identify the root cause? Yeah, so it's yeah. not what you're eating. It's why you're eating. Why you're eating it, why? right? Yeah. Why, you know, are, am I stuffing? Am I eliminating? Am I medicating? Am I shutting down? Am mm-hmm. I numbing? That all happens with right. food. And what's the me. what's the two-legged clutter? Tell me about that. Oh, golly geez. Do you have anyone in your life that you would like to bless and release and let them prosper elsewhere? Well, I think everybody has to do that sometimes, you know. You know, there could yeah. be family. Yeah. Um, you know, you do Sometimes that happens. Um, Certainly there's people in your business and you have to look at why did you take them if you have a choice? Was it out of scarcity and lack and fear? Mm -hmm. You didn't follow your gut and then you took on that client. Right. And then you had hell to pay or you had more lessons to learn to kind of anchor why. Right. You shouldn't make that decision out of scarcity and lack and fear. Right. So sometimes Um, they're put in your life so that you see how you handle it. Yes. Yeah. Or to remind you of what you don't want. Right. Right. But uh, always to observe the why you did it. Right. And then in relationships, as you know, I always tell people, if you want to know where your self-esteem is, see who you're with. Right. You know, if you want to check your self-esteem with mm-hmm. a partner. Yes. Whatever partner that is. Yes. Because whatever you see in them is in you. So, right, right. You know, you can always see. Uh, that's for me. I always right. check. Oh, I have some more healing to do in that right. area. So it's so important to be with, uh, not only to be a healthy person, to be, to be with a healthy person. Sure. So that together you have a healthy relationship, obviously. It makes it easier. Uh, which... You know, yeah. a lot of families can't space clear their pantry. Right. Which know. goes back to this whole domestic violence thing, which was part of the beginning of this, uh, the show, mm-hmm. is that that low self-esteem makes mm-hmm. people pick people that, you know, don't respect them. And, and that's why it's so important, especially for women, to build their self-esteem. If you it's have a healthy self-esteem, yeah. you're not going to allow somebody to disrespect you. And mm-hmm. that is our mission with this mm-hmm. Live, Love, Thrive messaging is mm-hmm. how do we get women to tap into their high highest self mm-hmm. and live with dignity and respect mm-hmm. and help each other to get into positions of influence to help make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. And I thank you because I know you're helping women mm-hmm. tap into that higher purpose, what their calling is and helping them make that and that you have that gift to help people do that. And I so appreciate you being on today's show. Oh, thanks, Kath. Thanks. And so spectacular.com yes. is where they will find you. So they you. can put their name and their email in there and get on my email zine and awesome um, which goes out like every quarter and be a part of my community great great. 
Thanks, Kathleen. Thank so Thank be you. sure to join her at Spe- Spectacular, and be sure to look for us on YouTube and Facebook at 360 Karma Women. And also uh, be sure to uh, listen to our podcast for Live, Love, Thrive. We are on iTunes. And we look forward to seeing you next week when we'll have uh, more amazing women's stories. Looking forward to that. Uh, we're going to have Ann Barak and uh, Elaine Hall And uh, they are both incredible. So we'll see you here next Wednesday. Hugs and happiness to all. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to live, love, and thrive. Do you want to have more passion and purpose in your day-to-day? Are you yearning to ignite your power within? Now, more than ever, the world needs women who dream big, inspire others, and are living their greater purpose. There's never been a better time to up your game and make your success happen now. Contact Danny Rukin for a complimentary consultation and find out more about how you can become more effective, energized, and empowered while making a difference in doing what you love. Go to www.dannyrukin.com. The Live Love Thrive program is brought to you in part by Honda of downtown Los Angeles, supporting the equality and empowerment of women. The Live Love Thrive radio show is produced by 360karma.com. Are you a 360 Karma woman? If so, spread the word. Be sure to follow us on social media at 360 Karma Women on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please like us and share us with family and friends. This is the year of the woman, and we are stronger together.